Do not bite me. I'd like to propose a toast. Welcome to Wines and Dolls, a podcast where Chelsea and Emily wine and talk about musicals. Welcome. Wine is a double one time drop. Okay, cool. All right. Hey, Emily. Hey, Chels. Welcome back to live recordings. Oh, yeah. We have a video going. You see my, you can see my Hogwarts alumni sweatshirt. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I have a really cute shirt under this, but you would never know. I was just, this is the first time we've, I've seen you for a recording in forever in a day. That's true. I guess I feel like I saw you recently. It was on Zoom. No, but I saw you at Paul Hope rehearsal for five seconds. Exactly. And I sent a really cute picture into Houston Press. Oh, Jesus. Of you and Lauren, it was cute. It was cute. It was cute. I'll find. I'll show it to you after we record. Yes. And maybe yeah. If you Paul go told to, us. Paul told us yesterday about that. About what? About you submitting pictures to the Houston. Press. Oh, for what it's worth, they reached out to me. That's cool. So. Neato. I heard Paul Hope Cabaret is on like a must see list for February. 4th. That's that's the list. That's the list. Okay. 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 Yeah. Cool. I'm glad we're we're popular. If you uh welcome to Wines and Dolls though. First of all. If first of all, this is our first live recording back together. Our first episode back was episodes back were done through Zoom, so it's not the best of quality, but we are now together again, eating Trinity and drinking wine together. Huzzah. Huzzah. Uh, and if you are looking for something more fun to do after you've listened to our podcast this week you can go, go to and, patreon you can also go to patreon we're gonna save that for the end Emily. <laughs> and Come see on. all the no no, no. Uh, i was Zoom gonna recordings? get them stuff to do like you can there's a lot of stuff going on right now in houston lots of shows and stuff you should go to the paul hope cabaret monday nights last three mondays of february february um at ovations in houston february february i was a, i was on a podcast recently where no one could figure out how to say February. It's February. Um, they were, that was, you were on a podcast? Cause no, no, no. M, it was, it, that's Em and Christine. Em and Christine were just talking about I don't that, know yeah. if you all remember it, but this is a, um, and that's why we drink Stan podcast. It totally is, except we talk about musicals and get drunk. But we Stan, mm-hmm. and that's what we drink. Anyway, we're excited to be back, and <laughs> this February, February, is going to be all uh, till death. And this is the first episode. Sorry. I'm sorry. Th- these. This is the second episode of Till Death. This is the synopsis of Christmas Carol the Musical. And Olive wants to be involved in it so bad she in my bedroom. Does. She's just a tip tap dancing in there. I think she's tapping around the cat. Oh yeah. Emily Chelsea met kitten. Figgy. Figgy, Figgy. How, what do you think of Fig? Um, he's a little mini stinky and he's he is. adorable. He's adorable, except for when he bites my feet. Hey, Emily. Hey, Chelsea. What you drinking? Oh, I forgot my coffee. Damn it. It's sitting over there. You have two other drinks. I know, but neither of them are caffeinated. That's okay. <laughs> I'm drinking a La Croix. La Croix. A lime one. And then um, this is a very, very fancy and expensive $25 wine. Uh, Shellahem Pinot Noir 2020. Delicious. But brought to you by Kroger. It was, uh, it looks like it's from Oregon, which I didn't realize. 
Willamette Valley, Oregon. Oh, wait, no, okay, yeah. I did a good job. I didn't even think about it, and I bought this, and I'm like, wait, Look at go her. me. Look at go her. Go me. That was a good good choice. She's becoming a sommelier. No, I'm not. I'm becoming a, I regurgitate what people tell me. Alcoholic. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People's words are like wine. Mm-hmm. I regurgitate them. I regurgitate it. <laughs> After taking in way too much of that bullshit, I regurgitate it. Hey, Chelsea. Hey, Emily. What are you drinking? Same. Yeah? I started choking, so you gave me a sparkling lime le croix. And then uh, I'm drinking that that Shehalem. It was funny. I told Chelsea to let it breathe. Let it breathe. And then she was yelling at the bottle to breathe. breathe. And so I told her she needed to do CPR, <sighs> but not to blow into it. I blew so and hard. And you blew so hard. And then I asked her, what else did she blow? And that was the end of the conversation. No, I said, you don't want to know. I just came from work. You, you blew really your opportunities at work? Yeah. <laughs> but we're not going to talk about that. I don't know what that. you were thinking. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> That's a story uh, for another day. Hey, Chelsea. Hey, Emily. What are you whining about? No, wait. You threw off the groove. <laughs> All right, I'll start. You know what? I'm going to give a sparkling wine because... Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, the, the drinks that we're drinking... Well, Olive, do you mind? Stop <laughs> tap dancing, ma'am. Emily <laughs> decided to come out of the bedroom and fight with the cat. I know you're so excited. They're going to play. You're so excited about this tap dancing Christmas carol. <laughs> Do you see how she just pushed him off the couch? Jesus. <laughs> so they play. She literally goes up to him and like headbutt him in the chest and push him off the thing. Wow, your cat is a boss. <laughs> He's a boss, boss bitch. bitch. No, and then he gets, he likes to roll onto his back and then put like and reach up to Olive with his, his claws, but he's grabbing onto her harness Jesus. and then she runs away and he <laughs> struggles oh along God. with her. I want to point oh, out how cute they I want to point out you also talked about your animals and how cute they were for about seven minutes in their last episode, but they are very, this very is the first cute. time they're like out, out. Oh, okay. What are you whining about? Sparkling cute. wine. Sparkling Continue. wine. Uh, the drinks, the liqueur that we're drinking. It reminded me, I haven't talked about my honeymoon. Yes, it's just mine, not James's. <sighs> I forgot about that. And yeah. I knew we were going to have to hear about it at some point, I'm but I've been avoiding it. I'm not going to talk about the sex part or anything. You I'm just s- did. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, no, we actually went to LaCroix, and Ooh. it was cool. We got off, that was one of the ones we got off the boat. So we, we took a, a... You got off full stop. Got off full stop. Um, but actually, I really liked it. We didn't do much, but there was a haunted, um, in LaCroix, as soon as you get off the boat, it bring like, you're walking into the space, and there's, like, little vendors and stuff, and people trying to sell you shit, um, or take you on tours, and you don't want to get in those, unless you've booked it. Um, <laughs> okay. But, uh, you know, there that's, like, all over the U.S. Virgin Islands, but LaCroix, there's a haunted, not battleship, what is it, um, fort, there's a fort there. Which had battleships Which on had it, maybe battleships, at one point. I'm, I'm sure. But it was a fort that was built in like 1787 or something crazy like that. Really old. And it was only $5 to enter. And so we paid five bucks and walked around. And your animals are insane. Um, <laughs> and James and I both, well, we went to two different forts on this trip. One, when, one was in Puerto Rico and one in LaCroix. And at the LaCroix one, they had a a space you could go walk into and it had different art art pieces and pottery pieces and stuff like that old old stuff um and we both walked in and both of us looked at each hey. other 
Y'all are going to make editing quite difficult. Really, really, you are. Um, So we both looked at each other and had to hold on to each other for a second because we both got dizzy at the same time. We're like, let's not be in here anymore. We went back out, and it was like the history of this space is that it was a detention center. It's fucking haunted. Oh, God, it was. um, When we went to the fort in uh, Puerto Rico, it's gigantic. And um, this was, I forget what it was called, but... Y'all, stop. I'm going to put them up as soon as we're done whining. <sighs> anyway, yeah. it was it was really cool, but we got dizzy in several spots at that fort, too. And I was like, shit, we're really having a time here with these haunted historic forts. Anyway, we had a great time on our trip. I'll talk more later about it. <laughs> hey, Emily. Hey, Chelsea. What are you whining about? I'm just going to go ahead and whine about that my dog. Do you see her yes. in her little tail? She has her like aggressive tail, and then she has her happy tail. Mm-hmm. She is a she is about ready to steal some attention from this cat. Oh, she's oh, rolled them so over. Cute. They are very cute, but she is now she's terrorizing the cat. So I, I'm gonna I go. I feel like there needs to be a theme song written about Olive <laughs> and what's your cat's name again? Fig. Fig. Olive and Fig. Oh my God, that's two foods. I just yeah. got that. It's also the name of a restaurant. Oh. Uh, but it's Fig and Olive, and, and fig. we don't do that. Messing it's all around. Fig. One's a dog and one's a cat. right now you can play later okay okay they are put away for the most part we're gonna hear Good olive's tip tapping bit and then we might hear a oh yeah i just heard it <laughs> let me out i want to play honestly okay i don't know if i said this last week when i got fig he's like he cries all the time he's a baby but it's like when i'm in my bedroom because he wasn't allowed in my bedroom for a little while so I would have Olive in my bedroom, and I would shut the door, and he would scream. And then when I would go to Hogwarts, I'd take Olive with me, and I would hear screaming from inside. When I take Olive out to go potty, I hear the cat screaming from inside. Aww. But now I leave Olive at home, and he doesn't scream. That's because it's Olive and I Fig thought he- <laughs> together forever. I thought he was crying because it was me, but no, no, he was crying because it's Olive. So Olive is a little bit freaking out, and they might have to... We might have to come up with a new solution around intermission. Olive and Fig, together forever. Hey, Chels. Hey, What are we talking about today? Oh, my God. We're talking about Christmas Carol, the musical. I don't think this is a, oh, my God, Christmas Carol. It's such a bop, this whole musical. I forgot how much fun it is, and so I'm excited to take you on this journey. I'm excited to go on this journey. Yeah. Are you ready? I hope so. Okay, let's do it. Ready? Let's get that wine. Ready? Ah, oh, yeah, that's a good one. It was ruined by your... Oh, yeah. We don't... <laughs> we're going to have to do a, a, a folly anyway. Okay. There's not really an act one, act two to this. I will say it can just be done all the way through without stopping. And some people do and some people don't. We chose to stop when I music directed this. We chose to stop after abundance and something. 
I, I, every time you've said, I did a show at Stageworks and there's not supposed to be an intermission, but we put one in. It's always been at Stageworks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I don't think anybody gives a shit. So they open on orchestration and it's just a bell tolling the midnight toll. It's Christmas Eve. Stop. Oh my God. Uh, like that? Deeper. Deeper. You're going to break your glasses. Yes, sure. We're going to go with that. One. That's four more. No, stop it. Okay, stop. we got oh 12, I think. Stop. I think that was 12. So we we <laughs> open with the dinging of the bell, the midnight bell, and then it gets into this, like, really creepy, phantom sounding, like, Phantom of the Opera-sounding music with uh, organ and dun, 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 dun. It's very, yeah, exactly. So it's it's setting us up for some spooky shit. And we open on the streets of London, 1880. So be happy on this earth, my friend, and spread your kindly cheer. Harken while you may, for Christmas Day is near. Harken while you may, before you end up. like Sweeney Todd. It's actually it is very much Sweeney Todd opening. And remember this is Alan Menken, so you're going to hear <laughs> throughout this whole fucking show, you're going to hear little remnants of of like Beauty and the Beast theme and oh. um Little Mermaid. You'll hear tons of different Menkeny Disney sounding things. I was going to be Sondheim Streets of London. Streets of London. Mm, there's not a whole lot of Sondheimy things in this. Shut up, Kitty. Oh my god. Okay, anyway, so um, that's how they set the scene. And a lot of times it's just the curtains closed during this and then they pull it apart and we're in London. Um, I've, <laughs> I went looking on YouTube today and there's a lot of high schools that have done this shooketh, show. Shooketh, I tell you. I absolutely shooketh. Shooketh, but it's, it's really great show for community theater. Like I said, there's a shit ton of roles, like... 35 leads in the first act. Holy shit. 30, not leads, but leads, 30, like, 35 like solo things or quartets ah. or chorus things that happen. There's a lot of shit that and happens. I would want 30 of them. Um, you can't have it. <clears throat> Sorry. You can't. You just can't. Quote. You can't have it. Um, so the opening I number. I can't stand it. The first number where we hear anybody singing, though, is it used to be called The Years Are Passing By and then Jolly Rich and Fat. But in later productions and the final production, the one that I music directed, it, those two were combined into the song Jolly Good Time. Excuse me, sir. I'm looking for Mr. Ebenezer Scrooge. They probably had to get rid of the word fat. They had to get rid of fat. So jolly good time. And rich. And rich. Not everybody's rich in this, but it's when the chorus all comes on stage, we see everybody gathering and mingling in the town square. They're all walking around and stuff. There's some charity men that sing this. Uh, Mr. Smythe and his children are part of this song. And then there's just like general chorus and just random people. And then Scrooge comes in a little bit. He's running around being an asshole, collecting debts while all the townspeople are trying to talk to him or the townspeople are singing about how great Christmas is because it is Christmas Eve. Smythe, 
um, who's uh, a man in his 30s with two kids. He might be younger. With two Hmm. kids, he stops Scrooge uh, with his two small, beautiful little children and says, hey, I need a little bit more time to pay the mortgage. My wife just died. We're spending money to bury her. Uh, And Scrooge is like, what do I look like? A charity? Yeah. Like, literally, Smythe is like, my wife just died. I don't have money. Help. And my children, they're going to starve if I pay mortgage this this week. And he's like, well, uh, it's not my problem. So smooth, smooth. Uh, Scrooge is being a dick to everybody. And the charity men are asking for money. And Smythe is asking for an extension. And smooth Scrooge just gets upset. Smooth. I think, smooth. I think it's funny that you keep trying to call him smooth. smooth. Mr. Scrooge keeps getting upset at everybody. Ebenezer's like such a dick. So he's like... I'm sensing that he might be a dick. He's a dick. He's a bit of a dick. Ah. Um, there's reasons. There's reasons behind his dickiness. It's not because he's gay, according to According to Uncle Eb. Uncle Eb, the story by Andrew Robler. It's it's because of other things. Anyway, um, <laughs> well, actually, oh my God, I'm not going to... Okay, I'll tell you offline the actual story. He might have to tell me intermission because I have to get something for my door. Okay. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> um, so, there is no intermission, but... Uh, are we not taking one? We can. I think we're going we'll to be, we'll be we'll like stage where we want to take an intermission. We're going to make an intermission happen. So anyway, he's like, what am I, a charity? And walks away and he's like, I expect my payments when they're due. Um, so that whole song is fun. Um, we go to Scrooge next, working in his office as people are coming up to the bank teller uh, window and asking for money or extensions, time to pay um, their mortgages and their different debts in the song Nothing to Do With Me. we meet his assistant, Bob Cratchit, who is also asking him for things. He's asking for his pay a little early, and he wants to go home early because it's Christmas Eve, and Tiny Tim is also really sick. Um, Bob is also sneezing, and he's saying that Tiny Tim is also sick and that he needs to leave early. So Scrooge is like, give him tea, give him stew. It has nothing to do with me. He's like, he's a child. I can't give him those things. He actually needs some like medicine. Um, <laughs> so just give him chicken soup. Give then. him some chicken soup, bitch. Uh, so Scrooge is just, he has, he gives no fucks. And in this song, I, I found that we hear Beauty and the Beast theme and Little Mermaid. Dun, 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 dun. Here goes the baker with this tray like, oh, you know that? from I was like, I was trying to place it. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, shocking. Okay, I see. It's very Beauty and the Beast. And then I heard some like Little Mermaid vibes in there as well. All in this like street. No, not that. Wow. 
That oh. actually comes later. Oh. Okay. Um, so, but there's very much like street scene of Beauty and the Beast going on with some little interlude things in the music. <laughs> and it's there goes that hilarious. Scroogey, he's a fucking asshole. Oh, I hope that's exactly that's what the children exactly said. exactly what the children sing. Mm. This is meant for high school groups and community theater, folks. So then Scrooge goes home after a long day of people asking him for shit, thinking that because it's Christmas, he'll be charitable. And he's like, nah, I'm not. Um, And he encounters technically four ghosts. Um, So he... Oh, I guess that's true. He he will be encountering four ghosts. He doesn't know it yet. But in the song nothing to do with me the people who are coming up and asking for things are the ghost of christmas past christmas present and christmas future we just don't know it yet so they're going to revisit later uh but they each of them have a little solo and a lot of the people in the cast in the chorus double as people later on Mm -hmm. um in the past, in the present, in the future. And so anyway, I, I just thought that was and really cool to point out. other times. And other times. <laughs> past, present, future, and, and other times. etc. Yeah. Uh, Scrooge's long-suffering employee, Bob Cratchit, and Bob's son, Tiny Tim, we see Microscopic Steve. Microscopic That's from, Steve. what is that spirit? That might have been Mike. I don't know it's, what I think it's small about. Steve. When Will Ferrell's character couldn't remember who Tiny, like what Tiny Tim's name was. I haven't seen it yet. It was very funny. Okay. I'm going to take your word for it. And you watch have, it. I don't have Apple. Oh, I guess we could watch it tonight, but you have to go home. I do. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Look, you got to schedule shit with me, or because I, I plan to have my socialization hours and then my sleep time, and I really do stick to it. I mean, I could schedule things with you, but I won't remember. <laughs> um, if we put it in our fucking phone, we will. <laughs> I put it in my phone, in my computer, and neither save. It's fine. So... Um, and I, I got off a little bit. Scrooge is not home yet. We go to a scene, like I was saying, with Bob Cratchit and Tiny Tim purchasing a Christmas chicken. And they're singing to each other about how much they love each other in the song, You Mean More to Me. It's really cute. And that's going to come back later. But they're singing to each other like, you mean more. No, you mean more. No, you mean more. It's very cute. My brain went to messing about in a boat on the river. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't like- I've been, this is his son. I know, and I've been this honestly been trying to like put like so, like trying to find more male platonic duets. This one would be one. That would be one. But it's with a child. Messing about is technically one. Technically, and then there's some in Newsies. So anyway, they're talking and they're ordering their Christmas chicken and blah 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 blah, blah and they're singing to each other. Bow, 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 bow. And that song's gonna come back. So okay. just remember it. Um, it's cute. It's adorable. Okay, now Scrooge is home. And he's relaxing. He's getting into his pajamas. And he's suddenly visited by the ghost of Jacob Marley. Marley? And if you remember, if you've ever seen Christmas Carol or Muppets Christmas Carol, they're Molly all... Molly and Molly. Wow! This does give very Scroogey uh, Muppets Scrooge kind of vibes yeah the correct vibes the correct vibes yes so if you don't know if you've never seen it jacob marley is scrooge's old business partner who passed away and we finally get to see jacob marley in a very um what shall i say dramatic reveal in in the stage version that i did he's in this gigantic 
house, right? Um, and he's got his sitting chair and a fireplace and a side table and a bookshelf and all this grand looking stuff. And all of a sudden we hear clink, 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 clink of chains. The fireplace spins around, Jacob Marley's standing on the top of it, and it's still a fireplace, but now it's, like, covered in shit. Ah. So it was pretty cool. Cute. So anyway, Jacob Marley is a ghost, and he sings the song Link by Link. He is talking about how every bad thing he ever did added another chain to his chains that he has to hold forever in death. Oh. And it just weights him down. All of this bad shit that he did in life weights him down. So he's trying to warn Scrooge in this song, and it's a badass song. I actually really love Link by Link. Um, Features half a dozen singers who are also dancing spirits. Um with various levels of makeup and ghoulishness and special effects. And you can go as big or as small as you want with this, but it's, it's pretty cool. Um, one of the ghosts in this version is known to be an old colleague of Scrooge and Marley's, Mr. Haynes, who is said to be, quote, mean to the bone, resulting in a charred skeleton look. Ugh. Yeah. So other puns include a spirit with a safe embedded in his chest, who never had a heart. Ah. Just has like a safe. We didn't do that. That I don't think anybody really looked that deeply into Whoa. what was being said. <laughs> Not to call anybody out. It just wasn't interpreted that way. Wait, I do want to say this though. When you said like you can do it as small or big as you want, what I was imagining was like little paper clips. And you're like, link by link, link by link, and you're just linking the paper you know, clips. If we made our own YouTube series of maybe Christmas that's Carol, ours. maybe that's how we do that's it. How we just do a paper clip. Small little, little. <laughs> a stop motion. Yeah, a little stop motion. That's so cute. Christy? What? I have a question for you. Can we get some paper cutouts for the characters of Christmas Carol? You gotta pay for it. Yeah, got it. I know they're expensive. <laughs> anyway. I actually really like that idea. Okay, continue. TM. <laughs> TM, 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 TM. Um, he says, Marley says to Scrooge, you're going to be visited by some ghosts. My, Hell yeah. my friend. And they're going to they're gonna teach you, since I obviously am not having any effect on you and I'm not scaring the shit out of you, you're going to get visited by some ghosts and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fuck with you. Um, so then he disappears. And Scrooge is like, okay, that was a weird fever dream. It was just a, a, a bad piece of meat or something. I It's got to be something I ate. That just gave me a hallucination. Salmonella? He really does. He's like, it's just a bad piece of meat. Fair. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Food poisoning often makes me 
He had some Chipotle. Hallucinate some dead friends of mine. I don't know. Have you done double meat at Chipotle? No. <laughs> I mean, that would probably get make... the meat sweats. Ew. <laughs> like in that in that instance, I'd probably just be sitting on the toilet and not necessarily like shitting my pants because there's a ghost in front of me. But you know. Anyway, I don't know. So <laughs> he goes to sleep in his chair, and all of a sudden he's wake, woken up by the ghost of Christmas past. Oh. So it's usually played by a female, and in the and I would say in the movie version, it's uh, Jane Krasinski. Yeah, Jane Krasinski. And that one. Um, what's his name is Scrooge. Fraser. Oh, fuck. Kelsey Grammer is Scrooge in the movie version, um, but. She's very much like if you've ever seen the Scrooged with Bill Murray, it's very much Carol Kane. I'm cute and so adorable, and I'm gonna fuck you up. Kind of character. I'm gonna fuck you up. I'm gonna fuck you up. It's very much that character. Um, She sings very high. It's a very very high soprano. In in the song, the lights of long ago. night onward towards the light onward to a place your heart will know come remember the lights of long ago remember the lights of long ago john william scrooge you will go to prison for non-payment of debts three years Next case. Father, father! No, no! How will we live? Where will we go? Learn this lesson, Ebenezer. Save your pennies. Make your fortune and keep it. Father! That's my father. And our lights. Ew. You're actually not far off. Um, I love that I guess it. (laughs) (laughs) So, the ghost of Christmas past reinforces... The character's signature theme of illuminating Scrooge's worldview in the lights of long ago. The uh, Ghost of Christmas Past sings this one and then he is transported with her. And this can happen via, I've seen it done with people being lifted and like Scrooge and the ghost flying together. I've seen it done with smoke. Michael Montgomery at Stageworks loves a good smoke fog. So I've seen it done with smoke so that his house disappears and he's taken into his past. Um, so the song kind of lends itself to this, this beautiful theme and then it kind of fades out and we see a scene happening. Scrooge and the ghost of Christmas past are watching um, Scrooge's father get thrown into jail. Um, so Scrooge's mother is trying to comfort the kids by singing the song, God bless us everyone, which, hey, that's something that is said by one of the other characters in this show. I was like, God bless us everyone. That's not correct. God bless us everyone. (laughs) Good try. Good try. Um, So one notable departure from the Dickens novella in this portion of the film and in the portion of the stage or I'm sorry, just in the portion of, of this show is uh, its depiction of Ebenezer Scrooge's father. So we don't really hear about Scrooge's father in the book 
So this hmm. was kind of a, I, uh, you know, taken out of context and just some fan fiction written in. It's pub, public book domain, so I mean. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. So um, John William Scrooge in this scene, Scrooge is watching his father, John William Scrooge, be sentenced to debtor's prison while his horrified family looks on, he and his sister, Fan, and his mother. Um, How did Fan and John have a kid named Ebenezer? No, no, no. Fan is his sister. Oh, shit. How did John Williams have a kid named Ebenezer? Like, and then he went and wrote, family name. and wrote uh, Harry Potter, the music to Harry Potter. Oh, my God. I bet <laughs> you it's just a family name, but Jesus. But let's make this kid's name really hard to say. Yeah. Ebenezer. And Fan. Ebenezer. Um, so Fan and Ebenezer are watching his dad get like sentenced to debtor's prison. Um, this scene was actually inspired by actual occurrence, by an actual occurrence in Dickens' own childhood. Oh wow. Boop 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 boop. Yeah. Um, so Fan is there as well, watching with young Ebenezer, and we find out that his sister and he were separated not long after when their mother died. So Father's thrown in jail. Dad's going to die. Fan and uh, Ebenezer are about to be separated. So we go forward a little bit in the past to see Ebenezer singing with his sister Fan. Both are sad that they have to be split up and separated, dreaming of a better life in the song, A Place Called Home. Journey to the past. That would be Anastasia. So it's actually really cute, though, if that had been a Christmas past. Oh! <gasps> Wait, okay. No, no TMs. No TMs. No TMs. I want to do a parody now. Okay. We can do that. Okay. TM. TM. Um, so, yeah. A Place Called Home is going to come back. All right? So, it's coming back in just a second. We now go even further into the past uh, to see a 19-year-old Ebenezer working for Mr. Fezziwig. Yay, I love it. Like Mr. Fozziwig in The Puppets. Or the Muppets. In the Puppets. (laughs) In the Puppets. I mean. In the Puppets thing. In the Muppets. Um, So Mr. Fezziwig. You could take a sip. I want a sip. (laughs) Chelsea literally put the wine glass up to her mouth and then took it away to talk. I really thought you were going to talk more and then you didn't for once. (laughs) So I was like, all right, I'll put the glass back down. So anyway, um, we see 19-year-old Ebenezer working for Mr. Fezziwig. And um, he's an accountant for Fezziwig. Ebenezer is not super excited about the Christmas party that Mr. and Mrs. Fezziwig are throwing, but they're like, no, you're going to have a good time. Get up and go. Stop working and go play, Uh, which is interesting. But he's just like, my dad was thrown in jail. This gives him, this is some backstory of Ebenezer. He's like, my dad was thrown in jail. I can't afford to be thrown in jail for being in debt. I'm going to be on top, but I'm going to be good with money. So he works himself to death, and that's just been like his go-to for his entire life um so Fezziwig is like stop it's Christmas come play stop 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 it so then they uh they start to sing while everybody's entering this Christmas party Mr. Fezziwig's annual Christmas ball
You kind of look like a gopher doing that. That's what I felt like singing it and music directing that. Um, so you yeah. stuck your teeth out? Mr. Fuzzy Wigs. Annual Christmas balls. Balls. Anyway, balls. So they have this, like, this is the bop of the show. Well, this is one of... One There's of th- always a bop. One of three. I'm going to say one of three, because Link by Link is a bop. Okay. Fezziwigs is a fucking bop. You'll get okay. up. Once you listen to it, it's not going to get out of your head. I Great. can still sing it. I can still sing it to this day. I have no problem Do you want to edit one. this one? No. So... All the bops, this is one of them, one of three bops. Uh, it uh, highly recommends, so much fun. Big chorus number, lots of dancing. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10 would, would sing. So after this big song, everything starts to die down. The party goes back to being a party, and people are drinking and getting, getting drunk and shit. Um, so hmm. we see Ebenezer bring his girlfriend, Emily, Me. aside. They, they go and they, they chat with each other. He gets, he starts to sing the song, A Place Called Home. In the dark of the night, let your heart come home to me. For the years, I recall this. just sang with his little sister earlier so all he's ever wanted is stability and a home and a happy little place to call home right so anyway he's hoping emily will be that person and emily will marry him and he gets down on one knee and he proposes to her and she says yeah and this is the longest fucking song i think it was the longest fucking yes it's a place (laughs) called home honestly that had the same like cadence as um there's a place downtown where there's or whatever they had that song went, there's a hole in the wall there's a something, something so free for all. all something i forgot that song i haven't heard like even thought about that song since so that, tiktok that song is like it's like the 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 snake's charmer song like it i'm gonna i'm gonna that song's now gonna be stuck in my head okay over that one so anyway, Emily says, yeah, I'll marry you. And then they sing for six more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And at the Woo! what's what's funny that or what not funny, but what's sweet is at the end of the song, Scrooge, old Scrooge, who's been watching this the whole time, approaches the three or the two lovebirds, himself being a the younger third. version of, of himself. Yeah. And he starts to sing with them, and it goes from a duet to a harmony of three, three part harmony. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really sweet, actually. And he starts crying. Um, and Scrooge has just moved to tears, and he's like, God, I miss her. And we don't know what's happened yet, because we don't, we haven't seen it yet. But it cuts away next to Money Montage. Ah, yes. I remember. It's Money Montage, which is just he and Marley, and it goes back to um, sort of the nothing to do with me, where he's at his at his like banker desk, and people are asking for shit, and he's like, nah, can't do that for you, nah. So it's mm. the same, but it's him and Marley working together, going, yeah, this is great. We're going to make so much money. We're going to be investors. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And it's the same kind of song. So it sounds like nothing to do with me. Um, except a little bit more upbeat and people are coming and they've got money and he can give them things and anyway. So then as he's working his ass off and Marley's working his ass off, we see Emily come in and she's like, Hey, um, remember we were going to hang out? He's like, I'm busy. And then she's like, okay. And starts to walk away. And eventually she just, she leaves him and we find that out because old Scrooge is like, you stupid idiot. Go chase her. You stupid bitch. You stupid bitch. <laughs> so she's like, I, I have a problem with you working this much. He's like, it's for us. I'm doing it for us. But she doesn't, he, he doesn't get it. He doesn't get it that it's like, I'm doing it for us. But she just wants his time. She doesn't need him to be like a millionaire, you know. But I'm sure she'd feel better. Like, she, she'd feel different. Por que no los dos? But he can't balance. He doesn't know how to balance that. Mm. Like, work-life balance is definitely off for him. Um, so she leaves him, and old Scrooge is like, you fucking moron! Go chase her down! She's the best thing that's ever happened to you, and you let her go! Anyway, so, sad. And then the Ghost of Christmas Past comes back in, and she's like, all right, we're going to sing my song ago. Mar- my song again. Don't it. Shucks, darn it. So as we see them breaking up, this ghost of Christmas past comes back in and starts to sing Lights of Long Ago Reprise and lifts him out of this memory and brings him back and sets him back in his house. He wakes up and he's like, the fuck? Did that really happen? Nah, it's probably a dream. (laughs) Have I actually understood? (laughs) 
<laughs> this weird quirk I've tried to suppress or hide. It's a fucking ghost. It's a fucking ghost, bitch. <laughs> that could help me <laughs> help you change your life so you don't go so to you can hell. make good. So you can make good. I was like, no, the lyric makes sense. <laughs> so, so I'll make, make Money. Good. Wait, my, good. good money. Good money. <laughs> money and good. Why not both? So Scrooge is brought back home. He wakes up. He's like, what the fuck? I guess it was a dream. Then he's visited by the ghost of Christmas present. He hears this laughter. It's like Santa Claus. <laughs> and he's, he's like, what's Come in that? and know me better, man. Come in and know me better, man. Because he sits on a pile of food? It's essentially the same. Okay. It is cool. essentially the same. Yeah, it is, it is Muppets, but with other music. I'm not going to say better. It's got other music. I think it's what's written in the book is the pile of food. Yeah. Okay. There's like a whole friggin' table of food. Anyway, this guy's like dressed like Santa, big dude, eating on grapes and cakes and shit. In the song, Abundance and Charity and Christmas Together. Come closer and know me better, man. Have you never seen the likes of me before? I'm the ghost of Christmas present. And I think you'll find me pleasant when you realize what the present held in store. <laughs> that you're about to do like a, uh, what are those dances? What's what's the the Hava Nagila? Sure. Is that what it is? Hava Nagila. Yes, yes, that's exactly Nagila. it. Okay, you knew exactly I knew what, what you meant because I went like this with my arms because I don't have space eat. to do a full. This. Okay. Anyway, um, this is technically where we took a, an intermission before was after Abundance and Charity. And then Christmas Together was after Abundance and Charity. So I'm going to stop right here after I explain Abundance and Charity because this is bop number three. Okay. There are three bops in Act One. You have to explain that to Olive because she's desperately wanting her cat. Oh my God, <laughs> Olive. So in Abundance and Charity, big old chorus number comes back in. Except it's all women who are like backing him up. It's like a big cabaret number with um, Santa. So it's it's a hot bop. I've I love seen a it. couple of those cabaret numbers with Santa. <laughs> um, my microphone with my headphones. He's making a point that Christmas is a time for celebration, generosity, and fellowship. The former takes place at a fantastical version of the charity show he was seen. He he was he had seen promoted on Christmas Eve, and later whisks Scrooge on a tour of London that includes the homes of his nephew Fred his clerk Bob Cratchit, and Mr. Smythe, a recently widowed client of Scrooge's Lending House. And we're going to stop right there. <gasps> Intermission! Intermission! I don't know. Hey, Chelsea, you want to talk about why we had to take an intermission? <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> what, I was like, I don't already remember forgot. why. Why don't you leave it here? I forgot. No, um, Emily ordered me a beautiful little mixer so I can take home the microphone that's, uh, I don't have a mixer for currently, but it's got the, you know, the three prong thingy that 
I can't just plug into a computer. So she got me a mixer so I can record at home. So I don't have to hear myself when I'm isolating Chelsea's uh, audio. Yay! Also for convenience. Mm -hmm. Because getting to the, just getting down here, I mean, it didn't take too long from downtown today, but if I had come from my house... Oh, yeah, that would have been a nightmare. Apparently, 610 was just a rough nightmare it today. Always... It's yeah. It depends on the day. It could take 40 minutes to get to you or 15. Yeah. It really does. I really count on, on like, 20 usually. Yeah, the median, the median. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I have a cute little mixer. Thanks, Emily. I'll we'll have to name it. Name mine's it? name is Scarlet. I want to name it Scrooge. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. Wait, I feel like it's a... Scrooge and Scarlet. I feel like Scrooge is like an earned name. Like if it actually sucks, then you name it Scrooge. I mean, there's hope for Scrooge, though. Temperamental. What if he's just temperamental and he gets better? What if it's Tiny Tim? Oh, Tiny Tim. Because it's so tiny. Actually, I think it's about the same size as mine. It's just like flatter. It is pretty tiny. You know, I'm going to name it Tiny Tim. I like that. (laughs) And if it starts to fuck up, then I'm going to name it Scrooge. Okay, cool. Cool. Love it. So we're back in um, Christmas Carol now. I'm going to drink. <laughs> we had a whole intermission for that that the patrons kind of heard. <sighs> if you would like to see our horribly filmed videos of ourselves. Wow, way to sell it, Chelsea. <laughs> well, and you also get some like extra tea. And Chelsea's not wearing a shirt right now. I'm definitely naked. <laughs> if you want to see me shave my head while I record this Christmas carol, you should go on patreon.com, become a patron. I feel like we're going to get sued for false advertising. <laughs> I'm I'm not naked, everybody. I'm I'm wearing a shirt. I'm gonna put. Don't tell. I'm gonna put sensors over your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so we're back in Christmas Carol land. <sighs> like I said, he's being brought on this journey now with Christmas present, and so journey to, to the, the present. present. Oh my God, Christmas present! Right, you just gave me a present. I did. Oh, wait, we're making it make sense. Aww. Aww. Emily got me a, a ghost of Christmas present present. I was like, we already talked about what you got. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it, but we just happened to be on ghost of Christmas present. And I just got a present, so I like it. Anyway, so abundance and charity is fun. Yay. And then Christmas together. to be sharing Christmas together. We hear Bob Cratchit, Mr. Smythe, and uh, Fred, who is the nephew of uh, Scrooge, singing about Christmas with their families. And no matter what, and this is the same in the Muppets, like Miss Piggy is Mrs. Cratchit, or is is uh, Fred's, no wait, Miss Piggy is Bob Molly. Cratchit's, no it's Bob Cratchit's wife. Named Molly. Named Molly, okay. And um, so she's like, I hate him. And Bob Cratchit's like, he's what? not so bad. He's not so bad. And they're all talking about Scrooge. And so they're talking about Christmas together and how Christmas is great. 
Fred is like, I love my uncle even though he abandons me all the time. He's the only family I have left in the world, but I love my uncle. He's an asshole, but I love him. Anyway, and all these people are like, why don't you just drop this motherfucker? And he's like, no, Christmas is great for family, and someday he'll come around. So all these people are just being super damn hopeful, and Scrooge is just rolling his eyes. But when he sees Bob Cratchit with Tiny Tim, like his heart... His heart just gets a little bit bigger. Turns into the Grinch. Yeah. Well, he's already the Grinch. Well, his so his, his heart, heart grows grew. Just a so bit. we're on size number two. There's one more two. size to go. Yes. Okay. And just a little bit. Um, Mr. Smythe is burying his wife and his children. So his children are there with him, and they're all very sad. But they're like, we're together at least, and that's what's important for Christmas. So <laughs> Scrooge is is watching all this, and he's he's having some some come to Jesus, come to Christmas present moments. And, um, and he, he's like, yeah, that, you know, this is the worst of situations. And yet they're still in good spirits for Christmas. That is, that says something. And Bob Cratchit, he's poor as fuck, but man, he is like happy with his family. And that tiny Tim, boy, I got to tell you, tiny Tim is real tearjerker of a child right now. So <laughs> that's exactly what Scrooge said. He goes, yeah, that tiny Tim, tiny real tearjerker. <laughs> And you all, if you if you're familiar with Christmas Carol, which I I assume most everybody's familiar with Christmas Carol, but if you're not, Tiny Tim is sickly. He is on crutches. He's um, he moves slower. He coughs a lot. He's just <coughs> dying essentially. I'm sick. I'm sick. <coughs> if only you gave my father a raise. Look at all my butt hurts. Yeah, and they actually talk. They talk about that in Uncle Eb. Um, so anyway, he's he gets another look at the people in his life now, not just the people in the past, but now he gets to look at the people in his life now, and it starts to turn his heart a little bit, but he's also still pretty negative Nancy here. Um, he is dropped back at his house and um, wakes up again, and he's like, man, fuck this shit. These ghosts... Are really fucking with me. Fuck these ghosts. But I'm still not convinced. I'm going to keep being an asshole. Fuck these ghosts. <laughs> so then, Christmas Future comes. And if you've never seen Christmas Carol, the ghost of Christmas Future is fucking scary. He's the grim. He's the grim reaper. And he comes uh, to Scrooge, uh, the ghost of Christmas yet to be, in the Ooh. song Dancing on Your Grave. Now I'm dancing on your grave, dancing so, on your grave, dancing on, on your, your grave. That's not, it's not that song. So, uh, <laughs> but dancing on your grave involves uh, Scrooge, monks, businessmen, Mrs. Mops, who is one of his caretakers and looks after the house, uh, some undertakers, old Joe, and Bob Cratchit. 
they're all singing together on this song, Dancing on Your Grave in the Future, and we don't know who's <laughs> dead yet. But Scrooge is like, what's going on? Who, what, what poor soul are they talking about? Okay. Poor unfortunate soul. Basically. In pain. Dancing on your grave. In need. He's this one wants more pain. money. That one also wants money. That and sounds- do I help them? No. Yes, indeed. <laughs> no, indeed. So they're singing about some poor jerk that just died, and they're going to go steal from him. So like ah. the undertakers, they're like, yeah, we're digging this hole for some, some rich asshole. We're going to go steal some shit from his house later and see what we can get off of his body before we dump him in the grave. And Mrs. Mops is like, well, I already took the linens from his bed. They're still warm. <laughs> and uh, and they have like, she's got like his curtains and his linens and somebody else has some other shit from him. Can um, we dissect that for a second? Yeah. They want the warm linens yeah. from his bed. But remember we would freak out when people were sitting and you would sit in their seat and it was still warm. And you're like, eh, it's warm. I'd never freaked out from people. I thought it was weird that people would freak out. I would never freak out for that. I'd be like, oh, thanks for warming it up for it's me. Like that sounds weird. great. Like, it's weird that everyone was so but freaked out about consider it. consider this person probably just died in his bed. Yeah. So the sheets are warm from his That's dead freaky. body. That's pretty freaky. So anyway, they're like, yeah, we're going to go steal from this asshole. He's, he was a terrible person anyway. He deserves all of his money to be stolen. Um, and in the same song... The, the music keeps going, and we see uh, Scrooge walking through the graveyard, and we see Bob Cratchit <sighs> singing to a tiny little grave with a tiny little crutch in front of it. And he's singing the song, and this makes me cry each time. You mean more to me, reprise. I don't have a fortune hidden in a shoe. Many men have fortunes. All I have is you. T- Tiny Tim's grave. Stop crying. Be like your vet who just pushed a box of tissues over. <laughs> Y'all. Here, wait, we're gonna, wait, wait. I'm going to try it. Ready? Let's take, let's, let, let me tell this story real quick before we move on. Okay. What Emily's referring to. Go ahead. She just pushed the wine closer to me so I don't cry. Thank you. Okay, so... <laughs> Stinky, my cat, has been sick, and he had this, like, gigantic thing growing in his face, and he had to have surgery, but I took him in just thinking that he had, like, an infection in his mouth, or he had a bad tooth or something, because he was drooling on us and stuff, so poor buddy, he he was getting skinnier, he wasn't eating as much, and he was drooling, I'm like, he's got something wrong with a tooth, so I took him in, and on the first examination, this dentist, specialist dentist, um... Does his exam, leaves the room, comes back in, takes a heavy, deep sigh, changes his face from very sad to, I'm going to tell you something, and then pushes a box of tissues in front of me. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? He's setting me up for something bad. He's like, this might be cancer. I'm like, oh, great, cool. But he he explained it in very doctory terms, so I didn't understand what was going on, but I took notes, and I was trying, I was just in shock. And so he's like, so you need surgery. Stinky will need surgery. I'm like, great. What that, what that going to cost? And he's told me, and I'm like, God damn it. <sighs> okay, well, he's our baby boy, so yes, we've got to get the surgery. So we got the surgery, and Stinky's fine. It's not cancer. So yeah. anyway, but the, what Emily's referring to is the doctor was like, slowly pushed a box of tissues towards me before he told me the bad news. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? 
episode. <laughs> so Emily's just pushing this glass of wine slowly towards me. So I don't cry thinking of tiny Tim and his father crying yeah. over his grave. Okay. <laughs> so now in this same song, Scrooge is like torn apart thinking that tiny Tim is dead and he couldn't help him because, you know, a little bit of money, maybe like give Bob Cratchit a raise and some time off so he can take his kid to the fucking doctor. Maybe he would not be dead. So he has this big awakening and he's like, oh, it's me that's in that grave that they're dancing on. Got it. Got it. And he sings the song, Yesterday, Tomorrow, and Today. What I would like in this song... Past, future, present. Present. You went in the wrong order. Yes. <laughs> Yesterday, tomorrow, and today. He did go in the wrong order. Tomorrow is harder to rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would liken this song to... It reminds me of the Hellfire song from Hunchback. Hellfire. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of Hellfire. Um which is also Alan Menken. Yeah. Right? I'm just thinking, we're going to get copyright infringement yeah, of me <laughs> singing the songs, but not on the actual songs for the show. Oh, my God. So this song is Scrooge's big song where it culminates in his awakening, both figuratively and literally. He wakes up in his bedroom on Christmas morning, and he's like, I, I've learned my lesson. Um, I'm better now. I'm better now. And so we hear the song London Town Carol sung by Jonathan, a spunky young man. And in the casting notes on one of the websites I had looked at originally, um, they said, casting your Jonathan is like casting your tiny Tim, but a little older. (laughs) So so cast from your same pool of potential tiny Tims, except they're more spunky. So Jonathan is... You know, walking about going, London town, London town. So he's Tiny Tim without a, without a crutch. He's a taller Tiny Tim without a crutch. Yeah. yeah, say that 10 times fast. Taller Tiny Tim. Taller Tiny Tim. Taller it's actually tiny pretty Tim. good. It's, I like that one. Um, so he's just walking around. Scrooge opens up his window and he says, you boy, what day is today? What day is it? He's like, what? Today it's Christmas Day, sir. Duh. Duh. He's like, buy me, here's some money. Buy me the biggest goose you can find. He's like, what? <laughs> and he does. So, yeah, I have, this wine is hitting real good. It's I'm just going to take a sip real it's quick. Like that nice $25 oh, it's so nice. from Oregon. It's so nice. Yes. Mm. Also, look at my, good oh, God, she turned, nice. she changed position. Okay. Oh, this is really sweet. This so, Scrooge gives money to little Jonathan, who he doesn't know, and says, go buy me a goose. Um, the song bookends with Scrooge singing nothing to do with me, but now it's in a lighter fashion and it's, it's like, it has nothing to do with me that, that, you know, I was mean and terrible before, but I've changed my ways and it has everything to do with me. It's yeah, all about it's me. It's all about me. So Scrooge is like, it, it really has nothing to do with me. It's, it's not, you know, like these people are suffering and I shouldn't be thinking about myself. 
I have to go take care of these people. So that's, that's really what he's singing. Um, dramatizing Scrooge's new outlook as he races through the streets of London, making amends in his pajamas. Oh yeah. So he's like handing out Important money. Important note. He's in his pajamas. He's in his pajamas. He's handing out money. He's having a good time. Um, he's saying, I'm so sorry. I was an asshole all these late years. Please don't dance on my grave and steal from me. And I don't want tiny Tim Stop to die. Stop stomping on me. Like really this Christmas Carol kind of pisses me off. Cause he doesn't really learn anything until it's like, you're going to die and people are going to steal from you. And he's like, ah, don't steal from me. I can be a better person. And then tiny Tim's going to die. He's like, I don't want a cat, a little kid to die. Where literally he didn't give a shit about Smythe's child that children that were literally standing there in front of him going, our mommy's dead and we're next. <laughs> he literally didn't give a shit, but tiny Tim, for some you're reason, next. <laughs> you're next. Tiny Tim, he, he gives all the shits of anyway. Um, just side note. That's, that just pisses me off. Um, so he makes his way to the Cratchit's house and walks in and he's like, Cratchit, why are you not at work? He's like, it's Christmas Day, sir. You're not supposed to work on Christmas Day. He's like, I know. I brought a goose. And presents the chicken. I brought a goose. <laughs> You're not supposed to work. But I brought a goose. But it's a goose. <laughs> a goose. Hey, Can you imagine Scrooge walking in with a piece of paper? It's a goose. I'm going to show up at your house one day with a microphone. <laughs> and you'll be like, we're not recording today. I was like. But I brought a goose. But I brought a goose. And we're going to work. <laughs> no. But Scrooge isn't <laughs> going to edit this shit. Scrooge is not working. He's just going for funsies. So he brings the goose and he feeds the family and yeah, lots of love and presents and shit. So the show then concludes with all of the townspeople coming together for a big old goose Christmas dinner at Cratchit's house in the song Christmas Together. Christmas Carol, and I've had a lot of this wine, and it's delightful. Thank you very much. Thank you. That's it. I'm going to gargle now. Oh, God. Don't gargle the wine, please. That's disgusting. It's not as disgusting, though, when people are, like, aerating their wine in their mouth, and they're like... It's That's so... That's how you're supposed to do a tasting. It's so gross. You're supposed to. I don't care. You're supposed to. It's weird. I'd rather just... T- That's not how I'm going to drink wine. But it has nothing to do with me. <laughs> everything to do with me. It's everything to do with me. You know who also has everything to do with me? The patrons. <laughs> I love how that just like. What a great segue. Look how well I, seg- I segued that. I segued it. I got like one of those scooters where you hover and it's, I segued. I just smelled the wine and it was almost like a starburst. 
It's good. It's kind of sweet. Good. It's like a weird sweetness to it. It's a red. It's a I, red Pinot Noir. I've been drinking throughout the entirety of the pandemic. I've been drinking sparkling wine. And then I refound my love for reds. Yeah. And I, I went to an Italian place across the street from where we live the other day. And I was like, I will have a red wine with my pasta, thank you. And they brought it, and I was like, oh, that's right. I like red. That's why I think I, like, had that in the subconscious of my brain, because that's why I bought the red. I don't usually buy red. We've we've had red before on the mm-hmm. podcast. It's just, here we have. We're like, no, one no, other time. Did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought like, you said no. No, no, no. no because no, I was buying, like, Barasca. Like, I was buying sparkling wine. Yeah. But I primarily bought red wine the last time I went and bought wine. Red wine's cheaper than sparkling wine, let's just be honest. Unless you're getting Barasca. <laughs> or Barefoot. Have you had the Barefoot sparkling? No, I oh, actively sh- don't <laughs> drink that. That is some shit. <laughs> anyway, we were talking about patrons. So patrons, thank you patrons thank for you. Uh, subscribing. and wine. I'm, you're doing more than that. You're buying Chelsea a mixer. And you're paying for all of our beautiful artwork from Christy. That's true. I Venmo Chelsea. At From Pen to Paper. Yes, at From Pen to Paper, who she also just started doing um, like laser cutting. Mm. I asked for that Yes, flamingo. Cat Laser Studios. It's so cute. Did you get the flamingo? I don't know if she sent it to me. I told her I'd buy it, but I don't know if it's for sale yet. I don't know. I think she told me you had asked about it. I don't know. I need but to anyway, follow reach up on back, that, but it's yeah, super cute. I'm very excited about the flamingo. Although uh, her husband's at TMEA this week, so she is like single parenting it. So maybe reach out next week. I don't know what that means, but it sounds good. TMEA, Texas Music Educator Association. It's like the big place that all of the the Texas music educators go. That's where they all go and get drunk and have fun and go to convention stuff I don't about know her. music. I don't know her. You would love it. The sounds like a it's headache. Like, you know, like a podcast convention. No, we haven't gone to one. But you know they exist. This is one for music. Dumb. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. TMEA is the shit. Well, if you want me to go to whatever, T-M-E-A, it sounds like team just like with scrambled letters. <laughs> um, if you want me to go to that and you want to that. actually watch this video and see the mixer in real life, please join us at patreon.com slash wines and dolls. And watch Chelsea with her shirt off. Yes, Chelsea is still We're not actually selling that. There's no porn involved. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I guess we could get flagged for that. We could get flagged for that. (laughs) There's no porn here. Unless you are into feet and I will... I'll take off my shoes. I actually have thought about that. I, I, I think we all have. I think we Instagram all have. subscription, that might be what it turns into. You get our feet. Yeah. Yikes. You're welcome. Oh, they won't be ours. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you would like to support <laughs> us in other ways, you can Venmo me and I will send you a picture of my toe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you can Venmo me and I will just sell you the whole thing. <laughs> uh, you can subscribe and wherever you are listening to this. And if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please, 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 please go hit the furthest star to the right and leave us a review. I was absolutely expecting you to burp in the middle of that. I thought I was too because okay, I well. literally, as you started setting that up, I was I was downing some sparkling. I was watching you on the screen and I was like, I, I timed that perfectly. You sure did. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> and you were double fisting. It was everything I wanted. And you can see that on Patreon. But again, you can go press all those stars. We double fist for Patreon members. <laughs> we want to see those five stars. You only have to press it once, just the furthest to the right. Yes. Um, yeah. Please. Do that, please. Do that. Actually, that would be amazing. And I think we still have some stickers. So that promise we made before, yeah, it could still happen. Did anybody 
click a thing? No. <gasps> Bitches. I wasn't going to say that, though. Ah. Um, eh, what was I going to say? I don't know. Oh, if you want to follow us on the social medias in case we take another hiatus again, which I think is coming in May. We take, yeah, March... No, wait, February, March, April, yeah. and then a hiatus in May. In May. So we're, we, we are getting back to our normally scheduled routine. We, <laughs> we apologize <say> that. <laughs> for before. No, we do because we are going to commit to this, right, Emily? Mm-hmm. You have a mixer now, so we better. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Um, big changes coming in both our lives, potentially. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. So anyway, we'll, we will stick to our schedule of three months on, one month off. And we will not. We're getting better at timing and off. banking and everything. But no, you can not. follow us on uh, at Wines and Dolls anywhere on the social media. And if you would like to email us, please email us at winesanddolls at gmail.com. We love to hear from y'all no matter what it's about. If you want to yell at us, do it there. Uh, please. <laughs> not on the review. Thank not, you. not on the review. And if, I mean, honestly, if you still Five have this. star review and then you can also yell at us. I, if you Venmo me. You, you can yell at me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the options. Big toe. You can yell. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm so glad to be back. And um, we do want your listener stories still. Don't think those have gone anywhere. And if you have submitted them, we're banking them. As I clink myself, we're banking them for a future episode. Um, we just need some more. So once we have enough, we can do that episode. So you can yeah. hear yourself sooner. And the likelihood of you being heard... If you send us a video or a, a story, it's pretty high. So if you want to hear it and you want to hear it out of my mouth or Chelsea's mouth. Philip. You know what? Honestly, they could try to read it too. Yeah. All of, she'll say no. So. Um, I, I know who's listening right now and I know you've got stories. I You better Philip. send them in. Philip. If Lauren. you saw our patron, you just saw me like completely glare at you. <laughs> uh, please do that. Yeah. Two wines and dolls at gmail.com or there should still be a Google form fill out. We and should there, reshare that Google form. Yeah. And it's also on the website. If you go to winesanddolls.com, you just go to uh, submit and you can submit it there. It'll take you directly to that Google form. Or text cool. me. Or if you have my number. Chelsea's number is. Don't you dare. I don't know. As if I know your number. number right? <laughs> For a second, I thought you did. I was like, oh, that's dedication. Uh, seven, one, three. No, absolutely see, I already not. fucked it up. I already fucked it up. And with that. I'm Chelsea. I'm Emily. And this has been. <gasps> Wines. And. Dolls. Bye. You didn't have to do it separate because we're too good.